You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome to another episode of The Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. I am here with a very fabulous comedian. Uh, she just uh, just did a big round of shows we're going to talk about. She's sitting here right with me. Shannon Laverty's in the house, guys. Make some noise. Honk your corn. I don't know where you listen to this. Put your dick away and be nice. There's a lady in her presence. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever said that before. Ever. How about you? What? Yeah. Put your dick a, away? No, but there's a lady there's in the house. There's a lady. <laughs> Did you I, say honk your corn? Honk, honk your, your horn. He said corn. He did did say I say corn. corn? Yeah, I think you said corn. I think corn. I didn't clear my throat good enough. So I was trying to do some <laughs> Put throat your dicks exercise. away. Put honk your dicks away. Honk, honk your corn. There's a lady in the house. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, guys. I am high. I uh, I spend most of my time high, as you uh, like to enjoy a little a puff of marijuana every now and again. Once in a while, I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, nothing wrong with that, No, eh? I agree. Not a drinker, though. No. I haven't drank for, uh, it'll be 30 years in January. 30? Was it, um, were you told to stop drinking or was Not this, at all. this a no. life choice? I did it as a bet with a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. And then I just carried it. <laughs> Have you won? On. Wait, I won. I won. I think she She's like, no, no, after. you're going to crack any day now. Yeah, I ain't yeah. giving you my 20 yeah. bucks. <laughs> all right. No, it wasn't even that. It was just like, we were trying to see who could lose the weight the fastest. Okay. And then we were like, well, maybe we should quit drinking this much beer or stop drinking. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. then, uh, yeah, I just didn't go back to drinking. It well, just it was easier. I quit right I, before I started stand up. We miss you. I no, I don't know. Were you a fun oh. drunk? No, I, I was a whore. But other than that, yeah, that's, that's what alcohol's for. I know. <laughs> I was also in my twenties, which also does. Is the it same weirder thing. to be uh, get a little hoary uh, when uh, when uh, when when you're sober, or is it? Mm. It is weird. It is weird. It is a little bit weird. You have no excuse in the morning. No, like, no. Oh, I, 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 yeah, I don't no. know what came over me last night. Yeah, and it's always like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I remember every minute of that. <laughs> never get to black out and forget anything. Uh, you got a man in your life these days? Yeah, I'm kind of mm. seeing somebody. Well, yeah, not, it's not it's complete. It's not official? It's not a, I don't know if it's official. He's going to listen to this and be like, I thought we were official. <laughs> <laughs> the, so you told me you're a stand-up then? Yeah, yeah. He okay, came to so, see my show. He's seen me a couple okay, times now. Okay, so then you're, you're, you're safe enough there. Well, you're, it was nice to meet somebody outside of this whole business and my other whatever else I do and mm -hmm. just to meet him and him get to know me as me rather yeah, yeah, yeah. than what he's seen or you know i know a lot of people that won't tell people their stand-ups for a while yeah and then i think i started stand-up just to try to get laid yeah that was but, a really bad idea well it worked a few times okay? a few times okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it doesn't it work like... the other way i don't know if you know that it works for dudes it doesn't work yeah well for women. that's the thing women are women aren't looking like but men don't want women that are puss. funnier than them right that's the whole thing i do no well not... i like funny women my yeah. wife's hilarious yeah, of course, but that's not. But I'm saying like She's if you're gonna go on a me, date, I get it. no, I get and it. then you like make a joke, and then they try to always up you, and it's uh, so yeah, fucking yeah. annoying. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god. So you, is your new man funny? Yeah, he's got a good sense of humor. Good, good, yeah. good. What's he do? What's his name? What's his address? I'm not we giving. I'm not up. giving all that. Is stuff he on up. social media? Can I'm we follow him? No, I'm not giving any of that out. <laughs> I'm not outing him at all yet. What does he look like? He's six two. Big boy. How tall are you, though? I'm six feet. 
You're six foot. Yeah, so okay, that's so a six good size. Two. He's, it's, it must be hard to find a man taller than you. It's really hard to find a man taller. Yeah, you yeah. know. Yeah, well, I, I got a woman taller than me. I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she lets me know it all yeah. the time. Oh, yeah. But you know what? She's older than me, so I let her know that. Wow. <laughs> I'm older than him as well, and he also has let me know that. Big, <laughs> big, big age gap here? Uh, 13 years. Fuck yeah, lad. Yeah, I know. I can pull in the 30-somethings. Whatever. <laughs> well, that's exciting. Are, are, should we get into your age? No, let's not. I'm 50. That. You're 50? Yeah. Okay, you just turned 50? I turned 50 in December. Did yeah. you have a big one? Like a big I party? I did. Yeah, I what'd did. you do? I just had a bunch of friends to Stayed another sober. friend's house and... Bang Pretty the dude much. and be like, well, it was my birthday. You I didn't even get now. laid on my birthday. That ah. was the hard, That was the saddest part. Where, where, was, where was this 6'2 handsome man He was not then, in my eh? life yet. This yeah. young buck. I wasn't here this yet. This 37-year-old. Eh? I know. Wow. Where do you meet a 37-year-old? Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> it was my first time on Bumble, and I'm like, all right, let's see what's going to happen. So first time, and you, yeah. you, now you're in a relationship. You're using it all wrong. I know. <laughs> no, no, that's Tinder. That's Tinder. <laughs> Look, if I want to get laid, I can just make a phone call. I just, you know, <laughs> I don't have to. Do you have, uh, how long has it been since you've been in a, in a, in a relationship? Um, um, um. She's using an abacus. <laughs> I, you're right, I am. What, 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 why I ask? 1997, I believe, was the last time I was in oh, a serious shit. relationship. Why I ask is uh, you say you can get laid with a phone call. So you've got fuck buddies. I did, yes. You did. Yes. But do, do, you, do you let him out to pasture once you start seeing a guy? Or do you, um, yeah, do you just break it off? You're, you're, is there any contact? Or you'd be like, hey, man, I got to... No, I, I, I explain. No, oh, you're are, like, I'm yeah. seeing a dude? Yeah, I'm seeing a dude, and, and we got to call it quits for now. He's like, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And it was... See, I, I tried with many relationships. I'm like, we can just be fuck buddies. Yes. I don't need to... You know, I'll see you once a week. We'll hang out. Once a week is great. Yeah. And But somebody... Some, we'll have some, a good some, night. We'll yes. fuck. And then I don't have to see you until that day next week. Well, And that's it. And the problem is, though... Some dudes get in their mind like, oh, you want a relationship because you actually text me one or, or twice during the week. I'm like, no, I just want to fuck. Like, I don't know why this is such a problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember this girl. She's like, you, you want to, you, she's like, you want more than I want. I'm like, no, I want it. I just yeah, want this. I just want this. this. That's it. Once a week. That's it. That's it. I don't, That's it. I don't need to talk to you throughout no. that. And uh, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Now I, I got a wife and now I'm once yes. a day. Once. I'm with a woman. Every day I yes. see her. And she's, Every... she's great because she, she listens is. to this podcast. She is a great woman. She's fucking awesome, yeah, man. Your I wife got, is great. I got, I, got, I got a good wife. Kira's I, a really good I, woman. I lucked out, man. You did. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not complaining, nor will I be fucking this up. No. <laughs> Do not fuck it up. Um, so let's, uh, before we get into this, we, you're coming off a huge weekend. Before we get into this. Well, we before were we get into it, it we're going to, right. we, we, we like to open you right up on the potato files. That's we, right. If you need a nap during it, we've got a bed right so here. So good. Whatever you it. need. Yeah. We can do a little therapy. You can I lie down. I need a nap after this week. It's been a big fucking week. It you just came been. off eight shows. Eight shows. Um, all sold out, yes. uh, emceeing for the one and only Louis C.K. Yes. Um, very controversial show. Yeah. Um, you uh, d- you weren't given a name before you accepted the... No. So it was brought to me as, we have a controversial comic coming and uh, we would like you to host it. At mm-hmm. which point I looked at Mark Breslin and I said, 
is it Louis C.K.? Because <laughs> if it's Louis C.K., then I will do it. And he said, oh, I can't tell you that. And then kind of gave me a little smile. I was like, I can't tell you that, but we just signed you up to do it. It's Louis C.K., I'll take it. <laughs> For sure, I'll take that. Yeah. And you, you, did you even hesitate? Did you think twice? No. No, it's a, it's a huge opportunity. Of course it is. He's, Are you kidding me? He's like my comic like icon, like somebody who I've watched and respected and somebody who... Uh, kind of broke those barriers and things that you weren't allowed to say and mm-hmm. you know what I mean like he came out and I remember watching his first special and just like having to stop my uh, my my Your VCR uh, no I was gonna say VCR <laughs> but it wasn't it was like it was online or DVD or something and I just stopped it I had to stop it I had to rewind it and be like did he just say AIDS tree I'm like what did he just say so yeah it was it was, yeah, he's great. No, I, 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 I saw two of the shows. I yes. thought they were fabulous. He is in my top five best comics of yeah. all time. Um, I I don't know. I don't have an opinion on the controversy because I don't understand the dynamics of it. Because from a guy's perspective, we're like, well, he asked permission. Yes. And then the girls are like, you don't get it because he used his power over these girls but- to put them in a vulnerable position. Um, so it's well, the thing is it's such a gray area um, where I I like I said I don't have an opinion but I went and supported the show I yes. fucking bought tickets to a yuck yucks show and that's the first time I've ever fucking done that I know and the last time I did that was like New Year's Eve 1990 or something <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like I I want to see this just for the just for the like it's a colossal story it, yes he was the biggest comedian in the world and just got pushed out of the business and he's trying to make a comeback and he's making that comeback and well, it's he's not... not actually like you know i was talking with his assistant that was with him and she's like well he's actually been working the whole time yeah that's what she, she told me because i, I yeah. mentioned it being a comeback and she yeah. was like she's like well we don't call it a comeback it's like we've been here for years yeah. sort of yeah thing, yeah you know? they've just been working over in europe and but it's, doing shows it's, there it's and... a different like I'm I think just she's, trying to come I back think she from... says that as a as a PR perspective of like, oh, let's not call it a comeback. Right. But what the comeback is is um him coming back to mainstream. Yes. And what I predict he'll do, uh, and I don't fucking know shit, but this is what I think he'll do is he's working on a perfect hour right now. Yes. Like it yes. is it, like you saw him eight shows yeah. editing through that week yeah. and just cutting and like he's working on that and I imagine he'll just shoot his own special and sell it himself. Like if I'm sure that's what he's doing. Because he yeah. did that. Like he started that. Oh, here's my album. We're not going through anything. Give yeah. me five dollars for it. That's and right. Millions of people gave him five dollars. That's for right. It. And I think, from a business point, that's his best route. Well, I mean, if you broke it down as to what he would normally get anyway, if he put it through like all the production companies and all that, he would mm-hmm. probably get five dollars per album. Yeah. So he's just like, here, just give me my five bucks and let's uh, do yeah. this. And I, I, I imagine him doing that for for a special. If like that's the smart play. Of course, for but him. that's the way that he's always done it. He's always worked in clubs and smaller clubs, working out his new hour, mm-hmm. and then he goes to a theater and records it, and then it's then he's got his new hour. And he's he's. Like, it was masterful to watch him. It like, was. And it was he... fun because he had one bit, and I'm not going to tell it on air because like, he's probably going to use it. And so he was working it, and the on the Sunday show, the last show, he did it, and it was so tight mm-hmm. 
that I was like, that you, that's it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, it yeah, now. Yeah. There's that whole joke. You, and yeah, you he's got pulled to see it all it, together. You got to see it form through yeah. eight shows. Yeah. You got eight hours of Louis. Eight hours of Louis. <laughs> plus screen room time, too. Yeah, so not, not, <laughs> not, not a bad week. <laughs> really hard not to be a big fan geek, like yeah, sitting in that room and being like, <laughs> this Louis sitting right he's right there he's talking right to me he's he's looking at me and he's talking to me and he's having a conversation and he cares about what I'm saying and, it, it, oh here's yeah. the here's the smoking gun question did yes. you at any point feel unsafe in that environment never 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 once did I feel unsafe are you kidding me no no it's like people like I was like just oh, come a little closer <laughs> like <laughs> come on I have a crush on you just a little bit closer well, there's people saying online like yucks is um creating like unsafe workspace for women the, the you know that which is ridiculous because mm-hmm. of all the places to be safe that night is in that club do you yeah. know how many people are looking at him and waiting yeah, for yeah. him to fuck up and do something like that yeah, he's not going he would to do never it. do that <laughs> and no of course not and, and like if a someone more person says to me oh did he whip out his dick did he jerk off in front of you blow i'm like oh shut the fuck up i can't i don't want to hear it anymore yeah, like no, i'm it, tired of it it's overdone um yeah and the way he addressed all that as well. Yeah, very well. Amazing yeah. jokes. Yeah, great. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you've you been called a gender traitor, I hear. That's what I've heard as well. Um, have we looked that up yet? Do we know what it means? You know, uh, well, apparently I am for, I am for team guys uh, and not okay. for team women. I'm uh, not supporting women in this, but there are more women that also support me in this. So. Yes. You know there's what I mean? There's a faction of people that aren't supporting you. Yeah, and there's a part um, there. And those are the vocal ones. Yeah. Like, my mom supported me in this. I'm like, well, hey, listen, <laughs> if my mom says, yeah, do it, then do it. Yeah. Would... Also, my mom said other things, too. <laughs> so <laughs> she was just like... <laughs> and it's funny. I, ta- I, I really... I talked to, like, some, some women that were in their, like, 70s, their 60s, their 70s, their 80s, somewhere in that era. And uh, a lot of them were like, wow. If you go back to a guy's hotel room, what do you expect's gonna happen, right? <laughs> that was always their answer, and I'm like, Meh, yeah. Um, my whole thing uh, with it too is, uh, like, has he done anything illegal, or is he just a fucking creepy dude? Like, I don't, I don't know the boundaries. I don't know the. I... Well, I don't, be- I don't think that what he's done is like technically illegal because they did consent to go back to his room. Mm-hmm. They did consent to the act of what he was doing, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, at, at any point, they could say, just stop. Mm-hmm. And I know that... There they, is a story they, about he, he blocked a door or something. I'd heard that as well. And then I, I'm sure that if you said to him, Louis, really, I'm not comfortable with this, he would stop and mm-hmm. just move. But I think that... I mean, I don't know that's what he would do. I'm hoping that's what he would do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if it was ever said to him, though. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So I, at some point, and I don't, and I'm not a victim blamer, but at some point, you are responsible for your own actions yeah for your own being of being in that room mm-hmm. and for you consenting or not consenting if at any point you're not comfortable then go and if you mm-hmm. think that it's going to affect your career then you got what career you're worried about the wrong fucking thing you're worried about the wrong thing exactly it, your own safety is more important than whatever you think is going to happen yeah, yeah, to yeah. your career I, like I, I feel so unsafe right now but i might get to open for this pervert next week yeah yeah exactly yeah no i get it and i i don't know like i don't know the ins and outs of all this uh i just i don't subscribe to most of it i hear hearsay yeah and i don't know the whole story and whatever man i I think the guy's a great comic. I think he's coming back. I I don't think it's stoppable. But the whole thing is, 
you can just choose not to watch him. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. Like it's, it's, it's just don't, don't subscribe. Yeah. If you, you yelling about him online is just bringing more attention to him. Of course. Just, just don't dr- say anything. Just walk away. Yeah. Like there is a million shows in this city that I don't want to fucking see. Of course. But I'm not going, what the fuck is What's- this? come from away bullshit these dumb newfies i don't want to you know see what? that that was yeah. really good it was actually really <laughs> i good. actually i looked into getting tickets yeah, you know what it's awesome yeah, it's yeah. pretty <laughs> awesome yeah you you know what you're gonna go and you're gonna be like this was fucking great but I it's just it. like it's it, you still have the choice not to subscribe yes of course and the guy he did some creepy shit but did he break a law there's has he so been many people charged? that have has he been done convicted? Like, no none of a, those there's a lot of creepy fucking people tons of creepy people um he, Everyone's still gonna work, and I get that his job is a different sort of job. And sure, it's, but it's he—you can't stop him from being what he is, which he's a comic, and of that's course. all he knows how to do. And yeah. he's going to keep doing that. Yeah, and you tell him that he can't go on stage and and do the thing that he needs to do, which is his own freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. But you want to be able to have your freedom of speech. I don't think that that's right either. Yeah, no, it's—I don't know. And then like, people people are gonna hate. They're going to hate. Whatever. They're going to be mad because I did this because I'm not supporting uh, the women and the cause. And then and then it also comes down to his uh, his act and what he talks about. And, you know, what really um, there was a magazine that uh, put out an article that did the review. And now, who are you talking about? Well, you know, I, now and then it would be like, you know, I would say who it is, but I can't think of who it is now. Um, but so. They, the reviewer went on to say that there were 90% white male in the audience. That's not the case at all. Was not the case. I'm, and I can attest to that. I was on stage. Yeah, like yeah. I could look out and see, oh no, there's probably, there were definitely more men than women. I would say there was probably 35 to 40% women. Mm-hmm. And then the rest were a mix of different a- race. Every race you could think of. Yes, I every went, race. I went to two shows and you know what it looked like? Toronto. It looked like a typical Toronto it night. It was a Toronto night. Yes. And it was, everyone was every color. Yes. And there was guys, there was girls, and yep. it wasn't like, it wasn't a big dude fest fucking like. No. It was, that was a hit piece from the start. Oh, yeah, for sure it was. Mm-hmm. And he was just, he just wasn't happy. And he wasn't happy that people were happy. You know, like the first show Louis came out and partial room standing ovation, him just walking in. Yeah. The second show on the Wednesday night, and now these are all people who never thought they were going to get in because they didn't have a ticket and they were sold out and it was a last minute edition. Mm-hmm. And that room stood up and like chant, Louie, Louie, like they lost their mind. Mm-hmm. And, and so be it. Like the people still love him, you know? Yeah. And it's, I don't know, man. Charge him if yes. he did something that I, wrong. I agree. And I, I don't know. I just, we can't just... Yeah, every Stop time people I, from doing their listen, jobs. Listen, if because... I if I attacked every single guy who made me feel uncomfortable within this, business, oh, in comedy, yeah, in comedy you or can, in real life. You've been well, how long you been doing comedy? It'll be thirty years. You in could March. probably take out a person a year, probably. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, and so to you know, and then people will be mad at me for not speaking up about that. And I'm like, well, I also said no and stop it and yeah. get out of my car. You're also six feet tall. And- yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And I don't have, I don't, I don't think that I do get the same uh, fears as other women do mm-hmm. in that, in that reason. So for me, like to walk you, down the street. You're the one inflicting the fear. I guess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I get paid to inflict fear. Whatever. Uh, um, 
but yeah, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, it's not to say that I've never been afraid when I've been around a situation or mm-hmm. a dude that makes me feel uncomfortable. I have felt afraid. Yeah. You know, I've had my own personal things, but I'm not going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Like I, yes, I just brought it up, but I mean, I'm not going to go into complete details about all the things that have happened. Yeah. It's not necessary. And another thing with Louis is, um, I don't know, the guy's, he's fucked up. And now he has to learn from his mistakes. And yeah. that's that's the problem with today's society is nobody's allowed to learn from their mistakes anymore. Everyone is just persecuted for shit they did 10 years ago. You sure. Know? Like somebody finds an old tweet from 10 years ago and they're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I was a stupid idiot back then. They're yeah, like, I no, was... no, no, no. You're not allowed to fucking work at this job anymore. Like, if you make a mistake when you're a teenager, and, like, teenagers nowadays are going to pay for it, like, in 20 years from now, or 10 years even Mm -hmm. now, or 15, and, you know, the stupid things that they say or do. Like, if I could sit back and record all the shit that goes on behind my house, because I live right beside a high school, and all the shit, like, the other day I walked (laughs) out, and somebody had, like, drawn dick and balls and (laughs) bitch on my car, and I'm like, oh my god, they know I'm doing the Louis C.K. show, right? (laughs) And I was like, no, it's just the high school kid. What did they draw it with? With her finger in the dust oh, in oh, the in window, the dirt. right? Clean your car, Laverty. Oh. That's, that's dirty. <laughs> was it it's a dirty circumcised like penis? Me. What's that? Was it a circumcised penis? It's always... No, it was not a circumcised really? penis. It was just a weird shaped penis <laughs> and a couple of balls. Yeah, not well, even like a head, like not even an opening for the pee or come to come out of. Like and there was, was no, a, there was no jizz coming out of it. Nothing. These fucking amateurs. No, eh? they were terrible. You gotta have it. a nice circumcised dick with a nice lofty cum jizz shot. shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe if you, if there's a car next to it that's also dirty, you could draw the splatter on that That would car. be amazing. That, that'd be art. Yeah. That would be art. <laughs> or at least just on the other side of the window they could have drawn it. Jeff is a modern day Dicasso. Oh, Alex, I've of... asked you a million times not to speak on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of dudes draw dicks. I don't know what it is. I haven't drawn a dick in a long, long time. I, I think it was a grade school thing. I drew a few dicks, but it's been a while. Yeah. But I don't think I've drawn anything in... I remember. Are you a doodler? <laughs> I'm not a doodler. You draw re- dicks, though? Uh, well, okay. So this has happened to me twice. I've been in a situation where I'm talking to these younger women or women, uh, and they were like, uh, my this one girl I knew, she was like, oh, my boyfriend, like, I want to give him head, but I'm really bad at it because it really hurts my neck. And I'm like, what are you doing that it's hurting your <laughs> neck? And then she shows me, like, the <laughs> motion, right, of her bobbing up and down. And I'm like, no, there's other things you can do. So then I get into it, and I'm like, is he circumcised? And she goes, I don't know what that means. I was like, what year is this? So then I drew a picture for her of a circumcised penis, and she actually looked at me and she was like how do you know what my boyfriend's dick looks like <laughs> i'm like oh my god this is priceless all these dicks look alike that's right <laughs> they don't so you're giving lessons on blowjobs i was going to yeah <laughs> yeah if this comedy thing didn't work out it's gonna be blowjob lessons you can make some money cam girl that's what they call you cam is that girl. what they are yeah yeah oh all right, gotta get a camera. <laughs> gotta start uh, with that. Okay, so anyway, we'll wrap this Louis stuff up. Okay. Um, it was a good experience. It was a great experience. He um, was very kind. As soon as I came off the stage the first night, he shook my hand and told me I was very funny, and that I I know it sounds weird because I've been in this for so long, but mm-hmm. that was true validation for me. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was where I was like, oh my god, we are fucking funny. Thank you. Yeah, I you appreciate can, you that. Can work a yeah. goddamn crowd. Thank you. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's 
put the ugliness behind us, okay? All right. Let's talk about before you were a gender traitor. Before I was a gender traitor. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I you grew up in Winnipeg, Saskatoon. Oh, Saskatoon. Don't confuse I don't know. I knew it was out that way. There's a big difference. <laughs> but I am coming out to Winnipeg. Saskatoon? Winnipeg, I am coming Saskatchewan, out Saskatoon, 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 Saskatchewan. Yeah. How many people live in Saskatoon? Now or when I was when there? When you were growing up. Like maybe 140,000, 150. And what's what surrounds it? Nothing? Um, fields. Fields? <laughs> but is it like uh, like just... Grain s- fields? Spread out towns? Yeah. Or, yeah. There's a lot. But it's they look way closer than they are because it's very flat. In the, in, the, in the Saskatoon area, it's very flat. Mm-hmm. Except for like in like if you go to the main middle part of Saskatoon, then the river runs all the way through and it's beautiful and it's a nice little river bank. That's your only hill to climb, I think, in the city. <laughs> That's, that's the ski hill over that's, there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's Blackstrap. That's oh, out of town. Okay. Mount Blackstrap. Mount Black, Black, Black. Mount Blackstrap. Sounds like a strap on. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it was built out of garbage. Get me the Mount Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what's uh, you got siblings? I have one brother, one sister. It's my brother's birthday today. I oh my! Oh, I gotta phone him yet. I've texted him, but I haven't. Oh, sh- I yeah, just I missed phone. my aunt's birthday yesterday. I just realized that. Oh, shit. What are you going to do, eh? Yeah. I even had a reminder on my phone. Yep. And I re- forgot myself from reminding my... I don't even know. What are you going to do? You can still phone her. Do you like birthdays? I do like birthdays. I'm not a fan. I am. I'm a fan, and um, some people are like, oh, I'm done being having getting older. And I'm like, why? It's celebrating the fact that you're still alive. <laughs> it's great. And it's all about me that day. I, uh... I, I got uh, in shit from some people, and then some people praised me for Kira's last birthday. I bought her uh, tickets to go see Weird Al Yankovic. Nice. And uh, she was like, Weird Al, eh? I'm like, I go, you work in comedy. This is one of the biggest comedy stars of all time. Yeah. She was like, okay, when you put it that way. And then we went and had a good time. I might have had more of a good time than her, but uh, <laughs> she refused to eat mushrooms with me. So that's, right. that's on her. <laughs> yeah, that would have helped a lot, I think. Yeah. Uh, what did mom and dad do when you were a kid? My mom worked for a Chrysler dealership, okay. and my dad worked for a uh, canola plant for CSP Foods is what it was called. Ah, so they pressed the canola. The canola oil. It was called rapeseed back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, they would c- press the canola and then make oil in it. Nice. Yeah. It was and always was, greasy at that he, place. Yeah, was, uh, was, he, was, he just, was he working it, or was he a manager? What was he doing? He is was he, a... Is he a press guy? He slept in the office a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Management. <laughs> no, no it, you know what? By the it, sort of, he did a lot of the the jobs and packing and moving and pressing and checking the yeah. things and yeah, he was a stem a steam engineer. That's was it what exciting they going to going to the plant? When you, you know were what? Kids? Yeah, and then you're always terrified you're going to fall down the stairs because it was so <laughs> slippery and they were metal stairs and yeah. they had holes in them and you'd walk up them and you're like, Ooh! <laughs> and everywhere you went, you're like, I'm gonna. Everything's just greased so up already. So greasy. <laughs> so greasy. Oh, man, that's fun. Are you the middle child, no. oldest child, He's youngest the child? baby. Come I'm on. the baby as well. Yeah. That's nice, eh? Yeah. I, uh, I I got away with a lot of shit. Me too. When I was growing Pro- up. Way more than my mom knows about. <laughs> I hope you're not listening, Mom. Actually, I, uh, I, started, uh, I started confessing uh, once I 
I think after my first divorce, whenever I'd be like be hanging out with my dad, I'd be like, "Hey, I never told you about this." And yeah. I'm like, and I start dropping nuggets, and he's like, "What the fuck?" I know it's so good. <laughs> and that, me too. I started doing that one time, and then my mom's like, "So what exactly happened to the station wagon?" Because I said it got hit in a parking lot, and then I was like, "I don't know. I came out, it got hit, but it was super slippery one day." Yeah. And uh, I hit this uh, b- bus decoy thing i don't know anyway and it dented the whole front end of the car i i took out uh me and my brother uh had a it was his car but i got to drive it once i got my license because my dad was flipping the bills on it um but it was a ford tempo and i went to a party one night a bush party because i'm in that yeah i uh i uh hit my guys hit a parked car along the side just (laughs) grinded along the side and then um i didn't never told anyone and then uh I think we uh, we blamed the mechanic at one point. We're like, oh, it, was, <laughs> it, was the, it was at the mechanic's thing. I think a, a snowplow must have hit it or something. It was such a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that was me, Dad. I know you don't listen to this or support my comedy, but I fucking hit the car, all right? That's right. What are you going to do, huh? Oh. Ground me? <laughs> so many times I snuck out of the house. I got caught once. That was a big sneaker out. My dad worked yeah. nights, so it was an easy sneak out. My parents were just asleep, and then I just walked out the front door. So it wasn't even like I had to climb through windows and be like super dramatic about it. What? But, the, what's yeah. so? Uh, you got a good life growing up. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. M- yeah. Mom and dad stay together. Mom and dad stayed together. They were married for sixty-one years. Dad passed away about a year and a half ago. I remember it was icebreakers. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't come. Yeah, that's right. Um, and sixty-one years they're together, yeah. right? How did how'd your dad go? Um, from pneumonia. Did you guys know it was coming? No, he got sick. Well, he had Alzheimer's, like dementia for the last, it was pretty severe the last three years he was in a senior's home. And then, uh, yeah, he uh, got a cold and then had pneumonia and then asphyxiated on food. So that got into his lungs and then that caused him to get more sick and got an infection. And so then we just pulled the plug. Uh, Well, we didn't pull the plug, but we just, he stopped feeding him. Stop feeding him. Yeah. Put him on some, uh, you know, oxygen and mm-hmm. gave him some high doses of morphine. And uh, that's how I want to go. Yeah, I just want to fall. I just want to go in my sleep. Everyone wants to go in their sleep. That's the best way. That's why I, I let Kira know that. Uh, yeah. So when day, you put the pillow day, over your head, <laughs> one day, Kira, you're just gonna wake up next to my dead body. Like, oh, he finally stopped snoring. <laughs> uh, never fun. Never fun. But hey, we no. all gotta go. How's mom's health? Mom's good. Yeah? Yeah, she's good. How's she making out uh, without dad around? Um, You know, I think it was harder when he went into the home then. Well, I guess because she's, she's been at the... She's been away. the family house? Did uh, they, they, ever... they sold it. Okay. She sold it. And then uh, that was... So dad passed in January. She sold it in May. She moved out. And she's got a little condo or something? A little I apartment? heard my sister live in a condo. Okay. So yeah, it's a nice condo. It's fucking nice, man. It's 1,550 square feet. Jeez. And it's got two bedrooms plus a den. It's all right. Two full baths. It's all right. You got a place to stay in Saskatoon. No, I'm staying at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to say the hotel. I don't want to sleep because my brother's coming as well and my niece and yeah, my, at Christmas. So. My, uh, my grandmother, uh, my grandfather died in 99. So it's 20 years. And she's been living alone at the farmhouse for... 20 years, wow. and, um, but she's got seven kids, so right. she she doesn't have to pull a weed, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, her, yeah. Everything is just taken care of for her. That's nice. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, my dad's mom lived alone from like, I think my grandfather died when he was 50, oh, yeah. 52, something like that, and so she went on for a good 
she went until 81, 82. Was she Catholic? Can't, you can't find no, a new, can't find some a new weird man? Mormon thing. What are you guys? Any religion in the that house? Was, that was it. It was like, um, my mom was Anglican, mm-hmm. and my dad was the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which oh is, my. it's not the Mormons, which was always, they, always they, they try to tell people that. We always go like, <laughs> the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but we're not Mormon. <laughs> but we were never baptized. We were never, none of us were baptized in the church. There was, um, so. there was, uh, here's a here's a nice story for my wife to hear. Uh, there was this Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and uh, this this lady was uh, driving me home from the bar one night, mm-hmm. and um, she uh, I was going back to my parents, and uh, she's like, "Anywhere we can go?" I was like, "Let's go behind this church. There's a big parking lot. That's where me and my buddies used to go to smoke when we were kids." Right. And um, we um, we made sweet love on the hood of her car. Yeah, excellent. And then I um I I put my pants on. I pulled them up. Whatever the fuck you do. And I, uh, I sat. Tucked on, your dick back into I, your pants. Yeah, I sat on the curb and lit a cigarette, and then I just fell backwards, passed out, like I was so drunk. Wow. And this girl could not wake me up, and she ended up leaving me there. And I woke up, and the fucking sun was up, and I was just sleeping on the back fucking sidewalk of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. That's so great. And I was just very lucky. It was a holiday Monday and not a Sunday morning. No kidding. Oh, <laughs> I wake god. up getting baptized. Like no, they're all like, oh my god, we had a vision. There was a man here. They believe in visions. Did, was it a thing. regular church thing? Anyway, that was my. That's the closest I ever got to being a member of the Church, the church of Jesus, Jesus Christ of Latter Day yeah. Saints. I um. I had um, I had premarital sex on their property. Nice. So ha. I'm trying to think of. I've had sex in a church. Yeah. <laughs> in a church. <laughs> in a church. <laughs> Shit. I I can't even claim that. And I was an altar boy. Yeah. Good. For Not you. that church. It was a different church. <laughs> it was a different. It was a church. whole different church. <laughs> I don't think it was a church anymore. It was a church. Well, it's one. not anymore. Yeah. You, not after I sinned in it. <laughs> oh yeah, like I'm the only one fucking in a church. Please, no come doubt, on. no doubt. Yeah, uh, more people should fuck in churches. I think so too. Were you guys going to church weekly? No, no, uh, no, no. My grandmother did. She went Wednesdays and Sundays. So oh, my dad would pick double her duty, up. eh? Yeah, and <laughs> oh, my grandmother. She was a little bit crazy. Not even a little bit. She was. It was <laughs> when my dad passed away. He we did the service in the church, and. Uh, <laughs> When we met with the uh, the woman who was going to officiate, or I don't even know what they say, like do the talkie thing at the funeral, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, your grandmother was quite the quite. She was quite the character." <laughs> and we were all like, "Yeah, I know." She would say things to me that were so ridiculous. Like you would say something, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh I know." <laughs> you're like, "What do you know, Grandma?" I know, I know. And then she'd always be like, "I prayed for you." Oh, like, funny. why? What did I do that was so wrong that you had to pray for me all the time? <laughs> I never understood that. How old were you when she was telling you this? Mm, I'm going to say a teenager, probably. Oh, she's already praying for you. She saw the Oh, future. she was praying for me for sure. <laughs> you know why? Because we were having a fight because she was really racist as well. Oh. So we were having a fight about that. Lovely old people. Eh? Yeah. She was super racist. Well, I'm like, are you supposed to, doesn't your religion teach you to be loving everyone, If grandma? she was still alive, she would, probably would have been proud of you this weekend. Oh, she would have totally <laughs> been proud of me this weekend. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, are you a good student? Are you a smart kid? What's going on? Oh, stupid. Stupid? No. No. I, you know what? I think the problem was that I, I'm not a math person at all. Uh, I'm slightly dyslexic. 
I'm a lot dyslexic. Yeah, so that I find is a real hindrance, especially when it comes to spelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you the words are backward. Like you're, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't know how yeah, what I, I'm saying I, there. Sometimes when I'm writing, I, I start the word with the third letter in, and I'm like, yes, oh, we're, me we're, too. we're way ahead of this. I know, <laughs> me too. I'm too. And writing birthday cards are the worst. Like if you, you have to just write love, Shannon. Like you can't, yeah, I, you can't write a whole thing. Oh no, I think everything before I write a birthday right, card. Right, and because then if you, you got one shot, you're like, okay, here yes. it is. And then you start, and you're like, give a birthday card full of whiteout. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. So yeah, that was a bit of like when it came to like doing anything, uh, like performance wise, like doing speeches Mm -hmm. and things like that. I was pretty shy. Yeah, I shined when it was Sean. Shined. Sean. Sean. I don't know. Sean. It was past, so it'd be Sean. Sean. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't know either. We weren't good at English, were we? No, right. Exactly. <laughs> Just a couple of dummies here talking on That's... the potato files on Never Sleeps Network. I got to say Never Sleeps Network like four times or Alex gets real pissed off. Sorry, what network are we on? Never Sleeps Network. The Never Sleeps Network. Yeah, yeah. Your okay. first time here. Eh? That's first a time shame. here. I'm it's sorry. funny that you have a bed in your Never Sleeps Network studio. That's 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 Alex's comedy right there, that's eh? It. And the shark. I like the Alex, shark. Alex, did you know Alex Ross is the biggest comedy booker in the country right now? That's what he told me last week. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> Cover, covers the me. most territory. That's good. Yeah, thanks. If you put, put it in a literal <laughs> translation, yes. Covers the most territory. You're doing the West now, huh? Yeah. That's good. It's yeah. an interesting landscape it out is. there of yeah. humans and landscape. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're going to enjoy that. I've never done uh, comedy in Saskatoon. You want it's to? Great. Yeah, <laughs> Saskatoon's great. It's a great, it's yeah, a I yeah, wa- I wanna, great I want to go through uh, the peg, like hit some Manitoba spots in Saskatoon, then I got all the provinces. I still need to hit... Uh, Saskatchewan, I guess. I still need to hit the Northwest Territories and the Yukon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't Those are my two. Everything else I've got. Everything else, I've got, I've got a cal, like none of it, been there. Yeah, like I got it all. I flown, just flown into those little weird gigs and shit. Yes, they like awesome. a, they like a dirty mind up there, don't yeah, they? Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I love it up there. I love it up there. It's great. Uh, when did, uh, when did the growth spurt happen? Was that young? Oh fuck, it's so young. No, yeah. it started. I was always a tall kid. Mm-hmm. Like all of us were tall, like the tall kids. Mm-hmm. And then my sister stopped. And then my brother is about six two as well, I think, okay. somewhere in there, six three. What's your sister? She's five nine, maybe. Fucking bitch, eh? Yeah. So she didn't she make got it. All as... the shortness. She's I guess. the shorter one. <laughs> yeah. But my mom was tall, like five eight, five nine, somewhere in there. I think she's way shorter than that now. She's tiny and was like, "You're little, mom." <laughs> How old is your mom now? She's eighty two. Oh shit. Yeah. Getting up there. Yeah. And then, but, yeah, my dad was like 6'2 as well. So, yeah, it was nice to get the height. But my one friend I remember in high school, was it high school? She stopped talking to me. My one friend stopped talking to me because I was taller than her. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't do anything about it. Yeah, I I was always the tallest person in the class, and now you're taller. Did you have bigger tits, too? Always. (laughs) No. I want, oh, man, I remember, oh, bigger tits. It was funny because I was talking to somebody that they were, their kids were in grade five. Their daughters were in grade five. I'm like, oh, it's bra snapping time. Because that's when it starts. I'm like, that's when they start fooling around with boys. Bra and they're like, snapping. what are you talking about? Oh, they're grade yeah. five. I'm like, are you kidding me? You know how many times she's got her bra snapped? You know what? We're not allowed to do that anymore, Shannon. They're, no? No, no. They're not allowed, you're not allowed to snap bras anymore. It's very. I loved uh, it. I got it's attention. Very, uh... <laughs> the boys give me attention. It's very threatening. Oh, 
I loved it. <laughs> well, I guys, still don't mind a, a good bra snap. Shannon's good gonna, for a bra strap. If, if anybody wants to snap my bra, you just come up behind me and snap it. That's fine with me. It'll be great. Oh, oh too snap. <laughs> so tall, big tits. Nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Come no, on. No, listen. I tell you, I was called. I was funny because I was joking about that before with a friend of mine. I was like. Everybody called me big. I was too big. I was too fat. And I pull out a picture from that era. And it was like, you weren't fat at all. I'm like, no, I know. But I was a giant compared to all the, a lot of the boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I always liked the little guys, but that wasn't on purpose. It was just <laughs> these short little blonde guys I was into for some reason. You want something you can pick up like a football. Yeah, I just, I just liked them. Or the redheads. I like the blondes and the redheads. Did... did um... What's your, uh, well, let's not get into your type of man because I don't want to offend you. I don't have one. You're, you're just a man. All, just, all men. Yeah, all men like, are good. What do you got? What do you yeah, got? Exactly. That's good. That's yeah, good. I'm not, I don't, yeah. I've never been like that. I um, I do find myself with a lot of big-breasted women. Yes. Um, And I don't know if that's a preference or I'm just a lucky guy. Probably just a lucky guy. Um, But yeah, I've had little boobs as well in mm-hmm. my life and I'm fine with that. Yeah. I, I, I'm okay. How about but you, Alex? What a saint Jeff oh, is. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Say, I, I'm just saying. I have no preference of anything. Big boobs, small boobs. Just be a woman. Yeah. Have a vagina, and I'm probably gonna want to have some fun. Sarah yeah. Hennessy has this amazing joke. Men just see shapes. Like it's so true. You see a woman at the end of a bar. You're just like, oh, circles. <laughs> right. Right. You know? and I'm just like that's just kind of how my brains always worked. Right. But I, I, um, well, I'm not saying uh, like there's not something I look for in a woman. I, I need to talk to them. I need them to be funny. I need them to have a fucking twisted Brain? sense of humor sure. like me. Um, and uh, if you're pretty, that's a fucking huge bonus. But yeah. I don't know, man. I just want somebody I can fucking hang out with. Yeah. Well, see, for me growing up, flat asses were the big thing in the 80s in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah. The flatter the ass and those jeans and the higher the waist. High waist, flat ass. That's what dudes were into. Isn't that look back now? High waisted jeans? The high waisted jeans are back, but still an ass is a good thing now. Like, when I moved to Toronto, people were like, ooh, you got an ass. And I'm like, oh. And they're like, no, that's a good thing. I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't know that. Grab a hole, boys. Let's go. (laughs) Because I didn't have a flat enough ass out west. They thought it was too big. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. So. Plus, uh, I also work on that ass. Good. I work hard on that ass. You uh, you hit the gym every day. The gym. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I didn't go today though. I was too tired. Oh, you. you I was did, supposed to go yesterday morning too, and I was like, I'm not getting out of this bed. It's did like, you? Uh, it was a busy week. If, it was eight shows. Hard. Yeah. You, you're still uh, cutting hair during the day. That's all day. Yeah. Um, you like that? I do. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps me grounded. Because I, I never like I got a, I got this beautiful haircut the other day, and uh, I go to this barber shop on Queen. They're open till like 10 o'clock at night. I went in there. It was like, it was, I'm pushing nine. Yeah. And I'm like, these guys don't want to be here. I'm not getting the best I cut. Know. <laughs> yeah. You never want to be that person that comes in 10 minutes before closing. It's real quick. Twim. And you're like, you know what? Fuck off. I don't want to, you know, these people that try to convince me all the time. So I'm like, no, I want to go home. I don't want to do your hair. Did you go to school for, uh, for, for hair? I guess beauty school. Is that I what they did. call it? I went yeah, to yeah. Marvell beauty school mm. in Saskatoon for oh. cosmetology. Nice. Graduated in 1989. And they teach you how to cut hair. Hair in cosmetology? Yes. Oh, they could do everything from the neck up. Basically, yeah. Well, we did do manicures as well. Oh, okay, okay. We did facials, manicures, uh, head massages, and then color cutting, perming, roller stuff, you know, all this stuff. How, I, 
I never really uh, got to spend too much time in the the beauty salon. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my vision of beauty salons or whatever, what do you call them? Uh, hair salons. Hair salon. Yeah. Um, all I picture is Peg Bundy. Um, <laughs> do you remember those episodes? And they were like, oh, is that like, there's like a row of women the and they're like, yeah, they got the stuff. dryers on their yeah. head and they're all just. That's old school. They don't do that did, anymore, which but is were too you, bad. Did you go through that era though? Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you better believe it. Just rows of dryers and old, <laughs> older ladies sitting under there. They come in once a week for their roller set and every three months for their perm. And you come in, you get them cut about a month and a half after your first perm. And, oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, just I, uh, scheduled and every week they were there every week and, and i have a couple of ladies that are that see still me coming every in? week that's I, I it'd be weird going every week i like it no I, it's good it's, i uh, think it's nice, great but, but then uh, also i go every couple months I, yeah. cut, I get it cut real short as you can see yeah and then i just let it get out of control so, yeah and then eventually uh kira tells me i need a haircut yeah and the cycle continues well the hardest part is when your clients die that's a hard one too. Uh, when they pass away, I rem- oh you like this another married to children reference, which most I get my my uh, my eighties childhood hair salon references from. Um, Al Bundy's hairdresser died. Yeah, and he wouldn't let anyone else cut his hair. Right, and he needed to find a relative of the guy, and he like <laughs> found it like. His like nephew or something that was also like in his nineties. Oh shit! And he went and got his hair cut from him. And then the the last joke was him walking up the stairs, and then the whole back of his head was just cut open. <laughs> oh, like, that's hilarious! Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, it was a good show, Married to Children. I didn't really watch it. My my wife did not either. No, it, was, um, it wasn't my thing. What was your? Uh, you're growing up in the eighties. Yeah. When your your formidable years. Yeah. Kind of TV did you like? I liked, I remember the 80s was Knight Rider. Yeah, I Remember Fall Guy with Lee Majors? Yeah, you know, like Heart to Heart, watch some of that. Um, Family Ties? Family Ties was good. Family Ties was great. Family Ties was good. Mm -hmm. Um, Remember Simon and Simon? Does anyone remember Simon Simon and Simon? Simon, sure. I like the blonde one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the one guy from Simon and Simon became- Rockford uh, Files. Became Major Dad, didn't he? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Rockford Files was a good one. I loved Rockford Files. Uh-huh. My dad watched Star Trek all the time. I'm like, oh fuck, turn this off. <laughs> and Westerns, I didn't like Star Westerns. Trek until later. I uh, and I it, the original Star Treks, like, um, I remember watching them when I was in my teens, and I was like, these are so shitty that they're fun to watch. Yes. Uh, but I remember when I when I was exposed to them when I was a kid, I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah, I always thought they were stupid too. Yeah, yeah. And then Next Generation, I found it was too much trying to be a real show. Like, yeah, oh, no, to be Star it's Trek. supposed to be like, you know, like it's a set. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, somebody's yeah. pulling that door yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't pick up that giant anyway, rock. Yeah. What a weird fucking way to get off topic here. What no, are we I'm doing, kidding. huh? I don't know. Um, so what brings you into the uh, into Toronto? Just comedy or? Comedy. Yeah? yeah. I moved here for comedy. And you were already, you were cutting hair and this was just yep. a dream you had did you try it out there first no i started in saskatoon okay there was a yak yaks in saskatoon in the hotel where my hair salon was oh nice. Wow. once i graduated yeah that's <laughs> how it all looking at the sign all day no so what happened was the yak yaks was in the basement and my hair salon was on the second floor of the hotel and the yak yaks office was on the second floor of the hotel and the comics would come in and they'd pop by, and they'd be like, oh, because, you know, comics love to hit on chicks. Yeah. And so Kenny Robinson came in and was hitting on me. Kenny still hits on he you. He does still hit on me. <laughs> like hard, too. It's yeah. great. I love Kenny. <laughs> 
And so then uh, he kept trying to convince me to come and see his show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I was too scared to go see comedy. I was like, oh, I don't yeah. want them to talk to me. It'd be weird. <laughs> and then, but I was doing theater at the time. And I said, well, if you come to see my play that I'm doing right now, oh. then I will come and see your show. And Kenny didn't come to my play, so I didn't go to a show. Fuck you. <laughs> so the next time Kenny came into town, I was doing comedy by that point. Yeah. And I went to see him and I was just like, or maybe I wasn't doing comedy at the time, but I I had been going to see comedy, yeah, okay. and he came to the sh- he came out did his show, and I was like, "This is what I've been waiting for," because he was doing stuff that nobody was allowed to do back then, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, so, you're, so you were watching stuff, and nothing hit for you until you saw Kenny. I mean, things hit, and I found things funny, yeah, and yeah. you know, things were jokey. But then Kenny came out and was just like. Imagine your mom fucking your dad, like, you know, and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, my God. That's amazing. So, yeah, stuff like that. It was just beautiful. So uh, was your first show a Yuck Yucks show? It was. And you've been with Yucks since the beginning? I have. Have you ever felt unsafe? (laughs) Unsafe in? The Yuck Yucks environment. In the Yuck Yucks environment? (laughs) No. No. I mean, well... hmm. Back in the not, day. Not unsafe. <laughs> Un- not unsafe. Just unsettled. <laughs> How about that? Say that. Ah, good, good. Yeah. And uh, so you, you start doing comedy out there, and then you're I like, did, yeah. fuck it, let's... Uh... Well, no, they closed the club in oh, Saskatoon. Well, most of them do. Well, it was too bad. Oh, it was a sad, sad story. Um, like yeah. You're flying people in No, they would come in. So what would happen is there were shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Saskatoon. Mm -hmm. And then the next week, the guys would go to, there were shows in Prince Albert, uh, Yorkton, Moose Jaw, um, and Regina. So So there was another bit of a run all that time as well. So there was like a couple of weeks there. The guys would drive out. They would come out west for like six, eight months. Or weeks, sorry, weeks. Excuse me, not months. That's too long. It's too long, but that was the thing. That's You would do the BC interior. You would do Vancouver. You would do Calgary, Edmonton, Saskatoon, and then the Regina run. Holy shit. Yeah, it was a lot. It does seem like a lot. I like to do mine in sections now. Yeah, it's too far. It's too long for me. I like to go to Alberta and then come home and then I'll go to... (laughs) <laughs> BC and right. do that and then come home and then come you know? home yeah uh, the the like I don't like being away for a month is too long for me just because I don't want to have to do laundry somewhere else it, yeah I hate that I like Calgary because you got your own facilities yes, as a thing but like I had to go to uh I had to go to laundromat in Vancouver in Chinatown and it was the sketchiest fucking place I'd ever been to your clothes were dirtier when you brought them out no they they cleaned it but it was like I went in and this like this old Chinese guy just like kind of like walking around with this stick he's like yo yo and like he's like what how many how many i was like uh one like one load and he comes and he just taps a machine like with his stick and then he just i throw it in there and then when it buzzed he came over and like told me which dryer to use and then when it came out of the dryer you know when you like snap a t-shirt yeah yeah i like did that i goes hey no shake no shake what no shake no shake and i look over and on the wall uh there's like a Three, three hold piece of paper that's been ripped out of a notebook. You know that uh-huh. like the coiled notebook, taped to the wall, and it just says "No shake." Oh my <laughs> god! Was, so this dude's just been hearing that snap of a T-shirt like a hundred times a day. He's oh like, god! No fucking more. No, Am no I more. Up with this. <laughs> what are you doing laundry at, at Planet Fitness? And <laughs> then they're in Lunk Alerts. I had to do a uh, laundry in Halifax one time, and to get to there's one laundry mat in Halifax. 
and it is nowhere near the hotel. Yeah, you never stayed there when we had the seat, the door to go into where the laundry was. Oh, you could do your own laundry there? We could do it in the condo laundry. Now, now they leave you that list, and they're like, oh, we'll wash a pair of underwear for $4. I know. And no, <laughs> so you know that, um, you know where the dining room slash bedroom is? Yeah. <laughs> so there's that door that's locked. Yeah. So in there, there was a washer and dryer in there. Oh, motherfucker. And some old, like, mattresses and stuff. So we used to sneak in there, we'd do our laundry, and then come back out. Oh, God damn. Yeah, and then I... somebody fucked it up. <laughs> oh, Everyone always fucks know. it up. You gonna name names? No. All right. It's fine. I love, I love, uh, that's one of my funnest things in comedy is getting to a club and finding out the perk you used to have, but so-and-so fucked that so-and-so up. So-and-so fucked it up. <laughs> Yeah, they used to take care of here. Then so and so came in here, got bl- blasted, Bugged drums, punched a hole in the wall, and yep. now we're not allowed to drink here anymore. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what a game we play here! This crazy comedy life, eh? I love it. Still. So, um, how long are you out in Saskatoon uh, slinging jokes before you decide to move that big ass to the big city? I moved my big ass to Vancouver first. Ah, nice. For six days. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I went the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was there was a, a comic who lived in Vancouver. She said I could come and stay with her and her family mm-hmm. until I could get myself settled. And then I can, you know, get my own place and get a job and then do comedy out there. Yeah. So that was my goal. That's what I was doing because I didn't want to go to Calgary because mm-hmm. I didn't get along with Judy, the agent who was there at the time. <laughs> she thought I was too dirty, as did most people. And so then... <laughs> Um, so then I went to, she was driving out to Toronto to do a bunch of shows out here. And and then I was like, um, and I'd literally been there for four days at this point. I'm like, if for some reason uh, you want somebody to go with you, uh, I'll go with you. She's like, oh my God, I would love you to go with me. I wasn't sure if you'd want to go. I wanted to ask if you wanted to come with me and help me with the drive. And I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to go to Toronto. So who's this? Who? Uh, Linda Konarski. She's, she's still in it? No, no, I don't think so. How long she stick around? I don't know where she went. I don't know what happened to her. I don't know what went down. Was she funny? Linda was old school. You know, she had a ukulele and sang some songs and was kind of a mom on stage. And then I think that um, that's it. That's, I don't know what happened to her. She just sort of... I heard Those she did Those ukulele cruise. comics, they never last, I know. Eh? They she find the drugs. cruise ships, I think. Start selling their uh, ukulele for more drugs. More and then drugs. there's their act. That's it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> so, she, yeah, she was gone. Oh, well. So you came to Toronto. And came to Toronto. How well, I had been here before once. Uh, for a contest, I didn't win the contest, but I was brought out with the person who won the contest because mm-hmm. his wife was already going to be here. So then, anyway, uh, so then I fell in love with Toronto. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to go to Toronto, which is, this is where I wanted to come originally, but yeah. I didn't have any contacts really here. Yeah. So then phone up Mark Walker, who I had met in Calgary, because he's like, if you're ever in Toronto, let me know. You can stay at my place. I'm like, okay, no problem. <laughs> so I phone up Mark Walker and I'm like, hey. Need a place to stay for like a month and a half. Is that a problem? He goes, no, that's fine. Come did he on work on his impressions? He, he was doing did a lot of impressions. Did he run them by you? Uh, sometimes, okay. yeah, sometimes. <laughs> and then uh, he, yeah, he put me up for a good month and a half, and then nice uh, I'm like, I'm gonna stay longer. <laughs> so it was about six months. And did he have a room or you're couch surfing? He had um, a little one bedroom basement apartment. And in the front room was a, a futon, and then he had a bedroom, and then the bathroom was off the bedroom. And uh, the nights that I had to, because I had a day job, I got mm-hmm. a day job right away. Yeah. That was the only reason I stayed. And then I, he would let me sleep in the bed the nights that I had to do work. 
because I work like three or four days a week or something like that. Yeah. And then the other nights I would sleep on the hide bed or the futon in the living room. So we'd switch it out. Well, isn't that nice yeah, of him? it was very nice of him. And it was all platonic? All platonic. Well, good for you guys, yeah. being adults. Adults, eh? yeah. It's pretty easy that way. <laughs> it's pretty easy. And then I moved in by myself. And then four months later, I moved in with Ian Sirota. And then a year and a half later, Ian Sirota and Johnny Guardhouse and I lived together. And Fuck. Yeah, it was a comedy house for a while, and and you and then were, I was you were like, sober through all this as well. Sober, yeah. Okay, yeah. How do you deal with that? that was so, a like, how, do you, how do you live in a comic house, going, man? <laughs> no, nothing's putting these voices to, to uh, bed tonight. <laughs> oh my god! I remember one night because I was going to school. I was went back to school. I went to uh, broadcast journalism, and I went out one morning and there was a bunch of comics and they'd all done shrooms and my room was on the main floor and they're all in the living room and I just fucking opened the door and it wasn't even really like a door door it was velcro closed so you can hear this and they're like and it just stops when they hear that I'm like I have to be up in four hours to do a final so you guys need to shut the fuck up and then I go back and I can't even slam the door I just go back in my bed you gotta place all the velcro back in my and then I lay down again in bed, and then I can hear them like, <laughs> Mom just gave a shit. <laughs> I'm like, shut up! Did you ever do mushrooms? No. No? No, it's not my thing. Did? Well, how do you know, then? I don't like to hallucinate. You don't like no, to hallucinate, I, eh? I smoked some hash. There's a nice balance of mushrooms where you, you eat, like it's called microdosing, uh, but you eat like less than a gram. You don't really hallucinate, but you get this float. You're right. Just like, oh shit! It's just a nice feeling. No, I don't. And you, you don't fucking you don't trip out. Okay. Um. Anyway, something to think about. Half a gram. All right. I'll let my friend know then. And just just see what happens. And it's yeah, not, no. it, And it's not gonna fucking kill you. You know why? I, I I remember smoking some hash years ago in Saskatoon, and somebody had laced it with something, and I was so fucked up and hallucinating (laughs) and i don't know what was going on but it was i was trying to get water into my mouth and it was like little bugs were all crawling down my throat and like fucked up shit was going on so i'm like i'm never it wasn't fun (laughs) no for me this isn't happening but i feel it no because i couldn't differentiate between whether it was really happening or not i always I i always have a good enough mind about me to be like no that's the drugs I'm like, you're not fucking losing it. This is what the drugs do. Just yeah. Just enjoy the fucking ride. Well, I'm standing, I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and then I watch myself turn away, and 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 I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. And I would like shake my head. I'm like, okay, come out of this. Let's go. So, and I'd be watching the TV, and the TV was getting closer, 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 closer. And then I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> so now you're uh, you, you a daily weed smoker, though? No. No, just every no. now and again? Every now and again. That's good. I, 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 I wish. I wish I could go, um, you know, a couple days a week without drinking alcohol and smoking weed, but... You can. I can. I just don't want to. It's yeah, just uh, the you know life what, though, I chose. Sometimes it just, you know, it's good to clear your head, I'm, right? I'm, doing a, I'm going on a, a 50-day uh, alcohol cleanse real soon. Are you? Yeah, 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 but not the weed. I, I still smoke that every day. That's just... I don't know if I have anxiety or I just like being stoned, but uh, I... I Sometimes feel a lot, I think it just adds to the anxiety. I feel a lot better. I, not for me. But there's like times like my wife will prescribe weed to me. Right. She'll be like, dude, go smoke a joint and fucking <laughs> just take it easy. I'm right. Like, okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I'm very high strung. And I wasn't a daily smoker until I think it was going through my first divorce. Uh, yeah. My only divorce. My- right. Your, your first divorce. <laughs> your only divorce. Um, 
and it was like I was so fucking high strung. Yeah. Um, that uh, I remember asking a buddy, I'm like, hey, can you get me some weed? And then it was just like everything started calming down, and it was like just it helped me just like, okay, just fucking take it easy. Mm-hmm. Shit's not fucking done. You know? Like you know, because I was a young kid and I thought my life was fucking over, and I, but it helped me like be like, okay, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Just calm down. And exactly. that was, I knew my marriage was not going to work at that point because we were trying to fix things. And she was a cop, and I'm sitting there rolling joints in the coffee table. And she's on her way out to work. And I'm like, good luck out there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't going to work. Yeah. But, um, and, you know, she's a cheating whore. Oh, so, whatever, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But you've never had a major relationship? No. No? No. Why not? You don't want it? Or is it something you seek? Or is it something no. you, you've, do you regret never doing it? No. No? No, I don't think so. You've just been living your own life. I don't know. Like, I just... Here's the thing. Like, my my representation of what a relationship is is 62 years with the same person. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... That's scary to you. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And how long was this long... This one relationship you have nine months nine months (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah well then and you you're you're content you're happy i'm happy yeah good i mean people are like your own fucking life man you think you should be you know i don't know what i want i i mean you got pets do you got a cat i had had died oh my god it was five years today Oh, then I put my cat down. Well, happy birthday, brother. I took it to Ted. (laughs) I took my cat. I did. I took my cat to Ted and he called in sick that day. So somebody else had to put my cat down. You're not not even here to kill my cat. (laughs) He goes, I didn't know you were putting your cat down. I'm like, well, I didn't know your appendix was going to explode. Did you see Ted Mars' album cover with? That's so great. Dead cats everywhere. Yeah, it's so great. Yeah, he's he's a cat killing machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's why I was taking him. I, I drove all the way across town to get my cat killed. <laughs> to to Doctor Ted. Yeah, he's taking a sick day. I know. I guess he's retiring though. Eh, he's hanging up the uh, the veterinarian boots. He's uh, he's going it's okay. F- he's going full time comic. Yeah, it's okay. I think no, it's it good. Be he's a lot. Great. He's, he's so funny. Yeah, he's very very funny. Very talented. Very yeah. Well, he's dead. I think it's a Love lot Ted. to have to kill animals all the time, and you know, it lot. would weigh on your uh, on your mind. Sure. I uh, my uncle's a vet, and I I don't know. He's got a, a thousand yard stare that happens every now. And <laughs> 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 oh, fluffy. Oh, too good. Well, maybe this man you're seeing now, maybe it'll be something. Hey. Maybe it will be. Maybe maybe you're gonna have to make a call to your fuck buddy and be like, hey, this is permanent, pal. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever have to like check in, be like, "Hey, now w- would he, would he text you?" Be like, "Hey, what's going on?" Be like, "Still seeing my man." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking in, bud. <laughs> yeah, like there was somebody I was sort of getting serious with, and then I was like, "I think I'll cut the other ones off for now." And then it was, mm-hmm. you know, n- and then that never happens. <laughs> so, well, what are you doing now? Things are over again. It's good. Hey, life begins at fifty, right? I think so. Uh, That's what they keep telling me. <laughs> uh, well, I'll be there eventually. I'm turning 40 uh, in a couple months. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are, all get are old. Are you okay about it? I don't give a fuck, man. Okay. Because not... a lot of people say that, and then they're like, uh, uh, no, I, I, I rarely pay attention to my birthdays. I, It's just whatever. I, I don't tell people when my birthday is. I, I like to just live my life and 
Yeah. Be left the fuck alone. <laughs> I don't need Facebook notifications. It's so weird that everybody freaks out about age. And I mean, like, it's there's nothing you can do. You can't mm-hmm. change it. Mm-hmm. You can lie about it, but that doesn't mean that you're changing it. It's not, it's not a reality. Like, mm-hmm. you're just getting older. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. Are you you're cool with being 50? You don't I'm totally shit? cool with being 50. Was it a, a psychological thing? Like, when you hit the stages, like, each decade, are you like, holy shit, another... 30, I don't even remember what happened on my 30th birthday. Oh, you know what? Maybe that was that birthday. You smoked, <laughs> you smoked that laced hash. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't smoke anything for years. Like, it was only about 15 years ago that I started smoking a little bit of weed here and there again. You like the edibles, too, don't you? No, no I don't. You don't like no, edibles. I don't like them. Yeah. Too I, slow. <laughs> Ugh, fuck i want to get high now i don't want to wait half an hour maybe and then 40 minutes of fun here's my thing i um i smoke a joint mm-hmm. and then i eat the edible and then i get a big pop and nachos and sit down and watch a movie in the I theater i can't be that high I, I can't i just i i can only be high once and then like sometimes maybe a little bit more right but I, like for the most part if i'm gonna do a night i'm gonna get high and then that's it. I'm not going to smoke again. <laughs> and if I do, then it's just like, ugh, it doesn't do anything. Remember when, uh, one day it was a New Year's Day, and I had a very large piece of cake from Puff Mama. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, it's like, it's a piece of cake. Split it up. And I remember, I'm like, I'm going to eat half of this today. And Kira's like, why? I'm like, because it's New Year's Day. I'm going to watch movies in the basement and be high as a fucking kite. Right. And that's all I want to do. And I was like, just... Out of my mind stone the whole day, and it was lovely. Yeah, I don't enjoy that. I'm in my own little safe space. No. And then Matt and Julia, Matt O'Brien and Julia Lackwitz, they um they split, uh like they ate an eighth each of this cake, and were both completely fucked. And I right. was I, I ate a half, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> like I remember going to Amsterdam with um Tony Crollo and Chuck Byrne, and we were doing a gig over there, and then we went out one day and they because i said to them i'm like look i i don't smoke i'm a lightweight Mm -hmm. so uh i'll buy dinner if you guys want to buy your weed and you just give me like a little bit of it or something (laughs) right so that was the first night i was so fucking high the first night so then the next day they're like waking and baking eggs and hash doing the whole thing i'm like no i can't i need i'm still high from yesterday Finally, we meet up with another friend of mine. We go to this other place. They buy a joint. I don't know what it is. I take one hit, and I'm high from that moment until about, it's like 1 in the afternoon, until about 8, 30, 9 o'clock at night. I'm still <laughs> high. I'm like, I can't. And they just keep smoking and smoking and smoking. And at one point, we all just stare and watch this cat take a shit on the side <laughs> of the road. And then we all look back. We're like, that was pretty cool. Highlight <laughs> like, of the trip right oh there. Oh, my God. The fact that I just remember a cat taking a shit. Amsterdam's a fun city. You've been, I you've, guess. You've I been all over back. doing this crazy comedy thing, eh? How far uh, are you gone? South Africa was my furthest. It's fucking great. Yeah. It's great. It was weird, but it was good. Yeah, well, yeah. whatever. It's all weird. It's I different. mean, it was also... Everything's different. It was 2000 that I went. Mm-hmm. So... It's like 19 years ago. Whole nother world. It's a whole nother time in my career, too. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't as polished as I am now. Yeah. You know? Well, 30 year, you're 30 years in, you said? Yeah. And do you feel it still improving? Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. It's nice, eh? It's nice to... It never... You, all, you need to always keep improving and finding a new way to tell a story or... 
I know. do I'm, a thing. I'm, and... Right now, I, um, I've been working with uh, Comedy Records to uh, edit my album, which I recorded in January. Mm-hmm. And just I keep having to listen back to it, and I'm just like, oh, God, I can do these jokes so much fucking better. I know. And but... it's such a hard, like... Hard thing to sign off on something that you know you've already improved. You're like, I thought of four tags for yes. these fucking things. And you're like, ah, fuck You can't it. do that. You can't. Here's I know. I've thing. already done that. My uh, first album, I did it. I recorded it. I listened to it. I was upset with some of it. And then I edited some things. And then, boom, put it out. And then I've gone back and listened to it. And I'm like, oh, yes. that joke's so much better. And I'm like, but that's what it was then. Mm-hmm. So now I did my second CD, which just came out. It's called Jim Selfies, if anybody wants to look it up on CD Baby. Whatever, it's out there. Um, so I did that one and then recorded it, listened to it, and then I've gone back now since, and I'm like, oh, I got another tag for that yeah. joke. And this, I forgot to do that joke yeah, on the album. But Sorry, that's that's the beauty of what we do. You're always improving. Yeah. And once you stop improving, that's just fuck off. You know, well, if, if you're done exactly. working, then get out. Like at your and that's four, what I love watching oh. you because you're you're fifty, yeah, and you're still like you still bring something new when you, when when I see you, and it's always fun and fresh, you know. Oh, thanks. Uh-huh. I try hard to do that. Fuck so. yeah, he's giving us the high sign I know. over here. Right? That was weird. Eh? See how he ha- hasn't said a word since I told him not to talk. <laughs> no, he did. He said something again after that. <laughs> yeah, how you doing over there? Well, thank you Are for you... having me, Jeff. <laughs> no, I'm thank you for running this whole network. He thank runs you. the whole thing. That's Never great. sleeps network. What what's the name of the network? Never Sleeps Network. Never Sleeps Network. We have a bed here if you need to take Dot a nap. Com. Never Never's... Deep Sleep. Never <laughs> Never REM Sleep. There's network. always there's just always a, a podcast going on while you're sleeping though. <laughs> it's just constantly people talking. Um Alex, you got anything to plug? Biggest booker in Canada right here. Oh man, Who what, wants what, it? what is happening now that Louis CK is gone? It's almost like we have to like Book something bigger and better. What's, I don't know if you can. Next? You yeah, can't pick like, bigger and better. Do it. There's, there's nobody, no bigger name that needs to do a club again. No. Like you need somebody to get on hard times if you want to go that big. But the yes. thing is, Yuck should be booking names. Like, well, Luke, that was Luke one came of the... in and did eight shows in five days, and they all sold. Yes. And he made a ton of fucking money. If they use that formula for other companies, because what better way to work on, like, if you're going to go do a fucking special, to have eight shows where you can just run that to sold-out crowds? Well, they do know? that in New York. That's what Bill Burr talks about all the time. Like, it's amazing that we don't have that run of kind of build-up to a special in Toronto. Why is it just in New York? Why is it just in L.A.? Why aren't they yeah. coming and like, doing get that Get out Toronto? of where you, your main thing is. Come up here. Right. Yeah. All, all the huge, famous comedians that listen to the Potato Files, guys... On the NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Don't say the. It's on On NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Never say the. The. You're now now welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Took me forever to get here. Okay. Tell uh, tell the fine folk where they can find you out there. And uh, (laughs) CD Baby. uh, CD Baby. I have two CDs out. Uh, Don't shush me. Do you do um, download cards? I just got download cards for my second CD. That's the new school. I know. So and but I've also just ordered CDs for my new CD too (laughs) because I I bought 500 originally for my Don't Shush Me and Mm -hmm. I think I'm down to maybe 80. Nice. From the original 500. That's not bad. You like lugging them? I hate lugging them. I don't merch. mind, you know, because I have my t-shirts, my Don't Shush Me t-shirts I, as well. The greatest moment ever happened to me while I was selling t-shirts. Uh, 
I did it once and I'm like, I don't need to sell these anymore. Uh, I started just giving them away. They're dope in my t-shirts every Wednesday, Underground Cafe. Um, but uh, this girl came up to me afterwards and wanted to buy... She wanted to talk to me about diabetes. She was very drunk. Right. And I was like, well, if you were listening to the joke, it was, I don't have diabetes yet. Right. But she was giving me a lot of advice on how to manage my diabetes. Was it Tracy? Uh, no, 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 no. It was just some drunk chick in London. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and then I was like, listen, I got to go uh, unless you want to buy a t-shirt. She's like, I want to buy three t-shirts. I was like, fucking A, man. Let's do yeah. this. And she was like, told me the sizes she needs. She's like, I need a medium for my brother. And... And then I was like, okay. And while we're doing this transaction, she's handing me the money and her boyfriend walks up and goes, are you going to spend your grandfather's entire inheritance on this asshole's t-shirts? Oh, shit. And I was like taking the money. I was like, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> and I never sold uh, another t-shirt after that. Oh, but I, I got, I've got a CD coming out and I'm going to have a stack of download cards. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know if I want to get an. It's weird to sell a download card. I sold my first one, and I find it very uncomfortable. I would rather sell a CD, which is like a piece of something, yeah, rather than like it looks like a business card that I just handed to you. It's it's a very so, but the people that don't have the ability to to listen to any on a CD player, then it's better to have a download card. Mm -hmm. So, or you can just download it also from CD Baby if you want to go there. CD Baby, yeah. So uh, Jim selfies. I have um, Todd Graham. Uh, I have his new album on vinyl. Whoa, very cool. Mm-hmm. It's very lovely. Very yeah. very nice to sit in my basement and listen to a comedy album. Like oh, that. that's yeah, so great. Yeah, good times. Um, let's get out there. Listen to Todd Graham's album, Bustin' Loose. Listen to Shannon Laverty's Don't Shush Me. And what's the new one called? Jim Selfies. Jim Selfies. I see a lot of those Jim Selfies. Keep Dude. them up. Keep them I up. I know. <laughs> I keep putting them up. But this one's more fun. This one's good. <laughs> I like the cover of this one. <clears throat> and other than that, you got any shows? Should we tell them where to get you? Or... Um, you got Instagram? You got... Uh... I'm Instagram. <clears throat> Shannon Laverty. That's it. Check it uh, out. If you want to find out where my shows are, you can get me at Shannon Laverty Stand Up Comic on Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, don't come to my Shannon Laverty page because I don't really post any shows there. But <laughs> ShannonLaverty.com, I do. And uh, yeah. All right. not I don't have Shannon and I used no, to have a website. No, please no messages about her gender trading. Please okay? no. I'm, she... it's, I'm over it. Let's move on. Let's the thing move is, on. everyone will move on. This yes. is, the show's ended yesterday. Nobody will be talking about this past Tuesday. Yeah, but nobody even came and protested. That no, was the, no, fu- no, the other thing. People just want to yell at the internet. I know. And it's just. They're all yelling now <clears throat> in Winnipeg because he's there right now. Yeah, well, good. Yeah. Did people buy tickets to this, see the Sold show? Sold out. Yeah, because people want to see it. So why stop these people from wanting, like, seeing what they want to see? That's what I don't get. There's a market for it. I don't know. It's not. It's not. You're not going to a Gary Glitter concert. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you are. I don't know what maybe. kind of music taste, musical know. taste you have. Um, all right, guys, we gotta go. Alex wants to get to bed because well, uh, no, it's never sleep. Well, Network. you know com. what? Alex, uh, Alex likes to uh, leave the lights on and take a nap every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> Just run that hydro at a Never Sleeps uh-huh. Network. That's like eight times, Alex. That's it. Um, the guys is Potato Files. Shannon Laverty, check her out. She's not a goddamn gender trader. She's a fucking amazing comic and a very, very, very nice woman. And I love you, baby. Love Thanks you for too. coming down here. Thanks, the Potato Files. Yay. Bye, everyone. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 
Hello to the five people still listening and mom. Thank you for listening to the Potato Files here on Never Sleeps Network. Now that you're done this, go check out another NSN podcast created right here in Toronto. Comedy and wrestling fans, check out Casey Corbin's wrestling podcast, Talkin' Wrestling, here on NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.